just had one of the greatest thrills of my life, meeting the world's greatest motivational speaker, Zig Ziglar, in person. I talked to him on the phone earlier, but it sure is a thrill to meet you in person. And I know what you're going to say already, but how are you doing today? I'm doing better than good, as always. I just wanted to hear you say that. I bought your autobiography. I remember having a bad day. I really don't. I just bought your autobiography, and I got him to sign it here in the center. It's been autographed, so we're very excited about that. The closing session for International Shelby Conference 2009 is just about to start in a few minutes. Julie Ziegler-Norman, um, Zig Ziegler's daughter, is here with us. You'll be interviewing him during the closing session, and I was hoping you could give us just maybe a summary, show us a little bit of what's going to be happening during the closing session today. If you could ask Mr. Ziegler some questions, and we'll get a preview of what's going to happen today. Okay, great. Thanks. It's so wonderful to be here. Dad, some of the things we're going to talk about today, uh, matter of fact, the first thing I'd like to ask you, since this Shelby System is a Christian organization, is I'd like for you to share about how you became a Christian, uh, and talk a little bit about Sister Jessie, if you would, please. Yeah, I'd be happy to do that. An elderly black lady spent the weekend in our home. Now, I was born in Alabama and raised in Mississippi, two of the most racially prejudiced states in the Union, but my mother, with a fifth grade education, knew the Bible, and she always taught us children, I'm the tenth of twelve, uh, she always told us children that one day we would stand in front of a colorblind Lord. We would be kind and gracious to our black brothers and sisters. And if we were not, it was, as we'd say down home, just too wet to plow. And if you don't know what that means, that means we caught it. And where we caught it, we didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Sister Jessie came to the house and spent the weekend yeah. with you. She walked in uh, talking to me directly, you know. She said, God's been waiting on you a long time. And she said, I want to encourage, encourage you, don't make him wait too long because one day it might be too late. Uh, well, I took her seriously and I listened to exactly what Sister Jessie said and she was one of the brightest, wisest women I had ever seen. It was a wonderful experience for me and uh, it was just a delight experience and uh, I, I've treasured it all these years and it's been a number of years since she and I met. How did your life change dad after you became a Christian? Oh my goodness alive. Uh, I was broken in debt career going nowhere. I had no idea what was going to be happening. Uh, I did the best I could but uh, it wasn't until I committed my life to Christ and I started studying the Bible and following biblical advice. The Bible is the greatest book ever written, of course, in my judgment, and uh, it just made all the difference in the world. I've always loved my wife, much as a man can love a wife, but I didn't know what love was until I learned to love through Christ. You talk about the home court advantage, and when you became a Christian, your home court advantage got even stronger. One of the things this Shelby Conference is about is about building community, not just uh, within the church employees, uh, but also between them and other churches across the world. And community is something that Christianity builds naturally. Um, what would you say to the people of Shelby about how... Uh, a Christian walk in that faith helps you to uh, be closer to others 
on the same journey. Well, if we're on the same page, in any case, that always is an, an advantage, and uh, I've had that advantage. Uh, I talk a lot about the home court advantage, as you know, and uh, when we talk about that, I'm talking about the fact that I met this pretty 16-year-old girl many years ago in uh, September 15, 1944, 9 8 p.m., YWCA Jackson, Mississippi. I'd never seen such a pretty girl in my life and uh, I knew instantly that she and I were going to get really well acquainted uh, early on and uh, uh, two years two months and 11 days later she finally said okay I do and now we celebrated 62 honeymoons we quit having anniversaries a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> and out of that community that they got four children and then that spread your connections a little further and we got a lot of grandchildren and great-grandchildren yeah. but but um, your home court advantage started with your mother and the integrity she taught you. What was one of her favorite sayings? Oh, it's one I'll never forget. Tell the truth and tell it ever costeth what it will. For he who hides the wrong he did does the wrong thing still. And then she would nail it down by saying, and if your word is no good, soon the community will know it's no good and you're no good. And so she really drilled us on that. And so you say integrity is the most Im important um, character in regards to relationships with others in business and at home. It's the whole nine yards. It sure is because your reputation at home or in the neighborhood or on the job or wherever you are is the most important thing you have. The way people see you will determine the way they will treat you and the way you see them will determine the way you treat them. So getting along with people is the number one priority priority that's been my way of life for all of these years. The people here uh, this week are learning how to keep track and be better organized so that they can have more time to do what it is God wants them to do, which is minister to others and bring them uh, to a, a working, living knowledge of having Him in their life. When you became a Christian, some speaker friends of yours initially gave you some pretty bad advice. Would you share that with us? <laughs> oh, will I ever. And, uh, they said, now, Zig, we, we know you're a Christian, but let me tell you something. Uh, if you talk about it from the platform, it will absolutely destroy your career. Well, the Holy Spirit interceded instantly and said, that's the worst advice you'll ever get. I've never spoken that I did not make it crystal clear, not only who I was, but whose I was. And the good news and the bottom line and the thing that thrills me the most because it proves a very important point. I have not had to solicit a speaking engagement in many, many, many years. God's way is still the best way. Always will be. And I think that's something that Shelby System lives by, Dad. Thank you for uh, this interview. My privilege and pleasure, Julie. And that's just a taste of what's going to be going on at the closing session at International Shelby Conference 2009 in Dallas, Texas this year. Thanks for talking to us very much. I think people are going to laugh, they're going to be entertained, and then they're going to take something home that they probably remember for the rest of their lives. Thanks for joining in for this video, special video version of Shelby Podcast.